Hey, it's Emily Williams, the founder of I Heart My Life and your host of the I Heart My Life show. This is episode 102, how to know if you're showing up as a victim. Now, I thought this would be a really important episode for everyone out there who wants to create more wealth and more success in their life and business. And frankly, it's a good episode for everyone because there are times when all of us show up as victims. And what this does is it creates this negative energy around you and actually puts things out into the world that you probably intentionally don't want to put out. It also attracts other victims to you. So if you are somebody who has clients and you're looking to make more money and attract dream clientele, you have to remember that you're getting back what you're putting out into the world. And so when you're showing up as a victim, It attracts other victims to you. And I know that that's not exactly what you want to create. It also repels money. And so this episode is really important for you to start to identify where you're stuck in victimhood, where you're repelling money, where you're attracting clients who are less than ideal. And then, of course, help you start to transform your tendency to show up as a victim. So let's go ahead and dive in. So as I said, this episode is really important and it's a powerful one for anyone who chooses to listen. It's not an easy thing to recognize that you're showing up as a victim. I still show up that way from time to time. And trust me, it doesn't feel good when I recognize what's actually happening and the way in which I'm showing up or the way in which I'm treating other people or how I'm responding to a certain situation. But we all know, or maybe we don't, I want to point out that you being self-aware is one of the keys to you creating more success in your life and your business. And so the more self-aware you can be, the more in reality you can be around your own natural tendencies, the better and the the bigger the shifts you will have in your life and in your business and frankly, in every single area. Um, If you're looking to create more wealth, it's essential that you get out of victimhood because what also happens when we're in victimhood is we're not able to take full responsibility for where we're at. And so if we're showing up as a victim and, for example, we're blaming others for our current situation, that means that we don't have power to change because we're giving our power to somebody else. So right now, if you're showing up as a victim, you're also going to think, oh, well, I can't change. Things are dependent on outside sources or outside people in order to get better, in order to shift. But the reality is, is that you have the power and that's why you have to take your power back and recognize that, yes, there are times where things might not go your way. But if you take full responsibility for that, that means you have the ability to transform. So those of you who are stuck in victimhood, you're going to feel powerless. You're going to feel like you can't actually shift anything. You're going to feel like you're at the mercy of the universe or somebody else. When in reality, you have all of the options in the world available for you. You're just not seeing it. So the first way to know if you are showing up as a victim is to ask yourself, am I quick to blame others and not take personal responsibility? So for me, I realize that one of my habits when I'm at my worst is blame. I go into blame. And so when I'm frustrated or when things don't happen the way that I desire them to happen, I go into blame and I blame other people. And I I recognize this as I was working with one of my previous coaches, Marla Mattinson, And she was helping me identify 
why I was being so hard on myself and others. And they're truly linked. So I blamed myself for things not going right, but then I ultimately would go and blame other people as well. And that's not a very uh, attractive trait in a person, especially when you're working with team members or you know other people closely to move a dream forward. Even today, I do. I, I wholeheartedly admit there are times when I'm at my worst and I go into blame. And so you have to ask yourself, how often are you blaming others for your current circumstances or for things not going the way that you desire them to go? And instead, we need to shift into taking personal responsibility. Now, I know that this might be difficult. It might be challenging. And even, you know, when I was working with another coach, he instructed us to always take personal responsibility for everything that happened, even on our teams, because when it comes down to it, If somebody else makes a mistake, you have to ask yourself, were they trained properly? Did they know the process? Did they know what was supposed to happen next or how to handle a certain situation? Did we not explain something properly? Were their operations not laid out? So you have to ask yourself, am I going to take personal responsibility for this situation or am I going to go into blame? And when you take personal responsibility, like I said, you're able to take your power back and realize that there's a solution at hand instead of falling that falling into that that mindset of, no, we can't change anything. I'm a victim. That doesn't help anyone, and that doesn't shift anything within the company, within the organization, or in your personal life. The second way to know in which you're showing up as a victim is if you complain. So victims will complain about every possible thing they can think of. So I'll give you a tangible example. We had a woman book a sales call with us, and she wanted to know more about our programs and how we could support her in moving forward. And I just happened to be looking in the inbox where we get all of those requests and we see information about people booking calls. And she missed her call because she didn't know that it was on Zoom. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I do take full responsibility for that, but I also question what was actually happening there because we do send reminders. I think it's three or four reminders over the span of of when somebody books the call and them, them actually having the call. And all of them list out the Zoom link. But time to time again, or from time to time, there are people who don't know that the call is going to be on Zoom. And so obviously we could do a better job at letting people know that it's going to be on Zoom and to not expect a phone call. But in this scenario, the person who was supposed to call this woman did actually call her in addition to jumping on Zoom, but her number was blocking unrecognized numbers. So we couldn't get through. So we sent her an email. So we said, hey, and we'll just say Jane. Hey, Jane, I just wanted to let you know that our call is happening right now. I've tried to meet you on Zoom. I tried to call you. Is this still a good time to speak? And she wrote back uh, pretty upset, basically saying, I wish you would have emailed me earlier. I didn't know this was on Zoom here. I went out, went for you know a walk, got some fresh air. And, you know, was waiting for your call. And it was very accusatory. It was very blamey. And from the outside looking in, I know that she was just frustrated with the situation, but it came across in a very negative way. And that would be somebody who could be categorized as being the victim because she didn't know where where the call was being held because she didn't know um, that we weren't actually phoning her. She felt that she didn't get the service that she desired or deserved. And we did actually send her reminder emails and they all all of those emails included the Zoom link. 
And so you have to ask yourself, are you quick to complain? You know, if so, then are you're probably in victimhood. And I know that might sound harsh, but in this situation from the outside looking in and, and you know, I have full compassion for this person. I know how frustrating it is to not know how to deal with tech or to not get an email that you were expecting. But in this scenario, the proper response would have been, oh, thank you so much for letting me know. I am still available. Here's how you can reach me instead of coming back with a complaint. Of course, there's a time and a place to express how you're feeling, but we all know that complaints don't actually move the needle if there's victimhood behind them, if you come at it with blame. And so really ask yourself, when something frustrates you or when something happens that you didn't expect to happen or when someone's late or just a scenario doesn't work out as you expected, what is your natural reaction? And that will really tell you a lot. There's a lot of people who are easygoing. There's a lot of people who are understanding. There's a lot of people who show up with compassion. And even if you don't naturally show up that way, and trust me, I don't all the time, you can catch yourself about to go into victimhood. So for example, in this whole scenario with the the call, this woman could have thought to herself, you know what, right now I wanna blame, I heart my life, I wanna blame this system, I wanna blame my email, I wanna blame the fact that this call is on Zoom and I thought it was gonna be on my phone, but I'm just gonna show up in my best light and say, oh great, there was a miscommunication, I apologize. She didn't even need to apologize, but I, 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 I'm still available to speak, let's hop on a call. And think about how that energy would have changed everything. And it's not just about her energy towards the people on my team, it's about her energy in general. And so would she want someone to come at that situation in the way that she did? Probably not. She's looking to attract clients herself. And if we remember, we're getting back what we're putting out into the world, at least from my perspective, that helps us shift things and helps us helps us decide to make a different decision and take a different action. All right. The next way in which you know you're showing up as a victim is if you see the world as a bleak place. So one of the common themes across the board when I connect with driven female entrepreneurs is this idea that if they have success or if they make money, that means that they're taking it from somebody else. That means that they are in some way hurting other people. And they have a tendency to see the world as a bleak place. I even had somebody come to me and say, you know, the people in my country are really suffering and $2,000 is a lot of money for my people. And I'm like, what people are you talking about? And why are you grouping yourself with people who are poverty stricken? You can make a decision to group yourself with people who are wealthy. Every single country has issues. Every single group of people has something that could be going better. There's not one country in the world that is without problems. But to lo- to group yourself in with people who are struggling, who truly are victims, who are in poverty, who are experiencing homelessness, like how is that actually serving you? And the way in which it's serving you is it's keeping you stuck, it's keeping you small, and it's keeping you, and I'm doing air quotes here, in a place that your mind deems safe. Because it's easy to be a victim, right? You are not empowered. 
You are somebody who has things happen to you. You aren't able to make them happen for yourself and you don't actually have to take any action. And so that's the real reason why people are stuck in victimhood and why it's easy to see the world as a bleak place. Because if the world is a bleak place, that means that nothing is possible. And if nothing is possible for you, then you don't actually have to take action and get out of your comfort zone. That's truly what it comes down to. Okay, the next way you know you're a victim is if you don't believe you have the money for what you desire. Now, I do a lot of money mindset work, and I help women see that when the desire is there, so is the money. And yet so often people are coming at their dreams with a scarcity mindset. They don't believe that they can make it happen. They don't believe that they can find the money or make the money. And I want you to really think about that for a second. I want you to understand that right now, if you're making decisions based on not enough, that you're missing out on the opportunity to be creative. So I make decisions based on what I desire. And for me, that's far more expansive. That means I'm always looking for an opportunity. I'm always looking for a way to move my dreams forward. And when you don't believe that you have the money for what you desire and you see yourself essentially as a victim or somebody with not enough, then that's what you're focused on. That's like, that's the lens at which you're viewing the world. Now we want to shift your lens or change your lens, however you want to think about it, into one of abundance where you believe that the money is there and available for you. I see a lot of women who use their husbands as excuses. Their husbands won't allow them to spend the money or don't support their dreams. But in reality, they're just showing up as a victim, right? They're blaming, again, we're going back to blaming, they're blaming their lack of forward movement or motion on somebody else or on a circumstance. If you don't have the money for your dreams, sitting under the mattress will join the club. Most people don't. That's why you have to get resourceful. And that's why I truly believe that money is your coach. Now, that's a conversation for another episode, but if you believe that money is your coach, in the moment where your your tendency is to go into victimhood and think, oh, I don't have enough, woe is me, I can't do it, another year goes by and I can't start my business, if that's your natural tendency... Well, money acting as your coach is saying, you know what, Emily, shift out of that mindset. The world is an abundant place. There are plenty of people out there who are making a lot of money every single day, and you can too. So let's get resourceful and think about the ways in which we can bring in this money because we are certainly not a victim in this situation. That's the mindset that you have to adopt. All right, the next way in which to know if you are showing up as a victim is do you worry that everyone is out to get you? So I see this all the time. I see people coming into the I Heart My Life space thinking about the previous program they were a part of where they didn't get results or they felt like they were scammed. And they bring that energy into our world. And they think that, you know what, because I had that one experience, it's going to be the same experience time and time again. You have to ask yourself, do you have this belief or this story that everyone is out to get you? And that's another story that's just passed down from generation to generation. There are plenty of people in the world who believe that rich people are just going to scam you and they're going to be out to get you. And so they teach their children that mindset. And then their children grow up believing that it's wrong to make a lot of money. 
So do you believe that with every investment, you have to be nervous about it? You have to be, you have to question every single thing that you want to do. You have to worry about whether people are going to be out to get you or don't have, um, don't have the best intentions. Okay. So really think about that for yourself. When you look at something that you desire, even for example, going to buy a car is your first instinct to question whether that person is going to scam you. And if so, how can you start to develop more trust about life and trust in yourself to know what the right next move is instead of always questioning that someone is out to get you? And essentially, that's living in fear. And I don't want to see you live in fear for the rest of your life. So ask yourself, what is it really going to take to release that? All right, the next one is you feel as if everything is happening to you. That's definitely a victim mentality. So I know a lot of us experience challenge on a daily basis, especially those of us who are business owners. And what I've learned is that we have to start to pay attention to that challenge and see it as happening for us instead of to us. And it's that old phrase, you know, every cloud has a silver lining. That's essentially what's happening. There's a reason why phrases like that exist. We all know them because they're true. Ultimately, when we start to see that there's opportunity in every challenge, again, it changes the lens at which we're looking at the world. We're able to shift our mindset and start to see opportunities instead of there being a lack Or that, again, that we're a victim, that something's happening to us and that there's no reason for it. And then we just keep going down in the dumps further and further and further. So if we don't believe there's a reason, it's very hard to make sense of what's happening in the current reality. So I've trained myself to... I don't know if I can go to the place of saying that I love challenge. I know there are people out there who say that and I'm working to get there, but I've definitely trained myself to be able to acknowledge challenge as a gift and to know that it's creating strength within me. I've even had one of my coaches, he said, you know, you're never going to surpass Tony Robbins if certain things like this keep, keep, um, Uh, taking you down and draining you energetically. And so you need to start to shift and recognize that this is an opportunity for growth. And that's exactly what challenge is. It makes us stronger. it It prepares us for the next level. Just like when we work out and we essentially, our muscles are breaking down and tearing they, they, they heal stronger than ever before. We get stronger. We're able to lift more weights we're able to go to that next level. And it's the same thing with other challenge. And yet we question when negative things happen in our lives. And I say negative um, hesitantly, because what if it's not negative? What if it was actually meant to happen to improve your, to improve you, who you are, the way in which you're showing up to speed up the process of your own growth and development to make you stronger so that you can get to that next level. And so when you adopt that mindset, you are not a victim to life. You are excited about the challenge. You know that things are shifting. You know that you're growing stronger and you can start to see those challenges as a blessing. The next thing I have here is if you're stuck in the story, you know that you're showing up as a victim. Now, I'm a coach. That's the main work that I do. I'm also an author and a speaker and and a bunch of other things. But when I'm coaching clients, oftentimes I hear them stuck in the story. And what I mean by this is when I ask somebody a question, and it could be a simple question of, you know, what is it that you want? 
they tell me, in addition to what they want, they tell me the full story. And ultimately, it it has this element of not being able to get what they want attached to it. So let me give you a tangible example here. Oftentimes I talk to women about the amount of money that they want to make. And so we'll give, let's just give it a figure. So maybe they say they want to hit six figures, but in the next breath, they tell me, but you know what? No one in my family has ever done this. I've only ever done it in my nine to five job. I don't know if I can do it as an entrepreneur. You know, it feels like no one is out there who wants to buy my services. I don't even have the website up. I don't know how that would happen. And they go to an, into the full blown story about why this isn't possible for them. And at that point, that's when I cut them off (laughs) and I say, I don't need the whole story. What is it that you actually want? Because that's what I care about. And that's the most important thing. If you are stuck in your story and replaying all the reasons why you can't have what you want, well, guess what? You're not going to get what you want. You're going to stay in that story. And so my perspective is, and my advice for all of you who are stuck in the story is to no longer tell the story, shift into the new reality that you want to create, envision the future reality that you want to create. And that's what you focus on. If you are so focused on why things haven't yet happened or why your dad lost the business or how you have this fear of going homeless because it happened to your uncle, or maybe somebody broke up with you in high school and now you have a fear of rejection. If you're so focused on that and you're replaying that tape over and over in your mind, then you're going to be fixated on it. And that's going to be the lens through which you see the world. And that's not what I desire for you. That's going to keep you stuck in the current situation. So I hope this is making sense for everyone. I've given you about seven ways in which you can tell if you are stuck in that victim mentality. And I want you to really evaluate these. You can go back and listen to these again, but I want you to ask yourself, what is your natural tendency here? Are you quick to blame others and not take personal responsibility? Do you complain? Do you see the world as a bleak place? Do you not believe that you have the money or you could replace that with anything, the means or the opportunity for what it is that you desire? Do you worry that everyone is out to get you? Do you feel as as if everything is happening to you and not for you? Is it impossible for you to see challenge as positive? And are you stuck in the story? It's as simple as that. I'm sure there's a million others, but I want you to start to identify if you are stuck in that victim mentality, because if so, like I said at the beginning of this episode, you will be attracting that into your life, and I do not desire that for you. And so quite possibly, you might identify that you are in the category of all of these, or maybe two or three, and if so, you might be asking yourself, okay, well, how do I shift out of that? Because I don't want to be a victim. No one wants to be a victim. Of course not. The first step is truly you identifying it and having the awareness. Remember, be on the outside looking in, have the awareness of when you're showing up as a victim. You can even ask somebody to point it out. I know that might be a sensitive subject, but there are times where I'll ask James if I'm I'm in the midst of transforming something, can you please point out to me when I'm showing up as this, this person or showing up in this way? And I give him permission to show me that. And it happens time and time again. You know, I show up because that's my natural tendency. I show up as someone who blames. But the more I pay attention to those moments and the more I pause and take a deep breath before I 
respond emotionally to a text or to a problem or challenge that happens. I just pause and take that deep breath and I ask myself, how do I actually want to be showing up here? And how can I take full responsibility for whatever it is that has happened, especially with team challenges? right? The first instinct, you want to go into protection mode. You don't want to be wrong. No one wants to be wrong, but you don't want to take full responsibility because you think, oh, well, that's somebody else's fault. They did it. But if we really adopt the mentality that we have the capacity to change at any point in time, we have the capacity to change our reality from moment to moment, then we have to take full responsibility. And so I just pause and I ask myself, how do I want to respond? And if in the moment I can't respond by taking full responsibility, then I shouldn't respond. I should wait a bit before I text or before I call or whatever it is. And then once I've cooled down a bit, then I can respond in a way that feels in alignment with what I want to receive back. So it's the same thing for you. Be on the outside looking in, have awareness about where you're showing up as a victim, and then ask yourself, how can I pause? How can I not go into the story? How can I Every single time challenge comes up, can I try and see the silver lining? Can I practice gratitude for that challenge? How can I start to recognize that everything is happening for me? One of the ways that you can do this is look at past challenges or negative experiences. How did that actually help you? How did it make you stronger? How did it move things forward? When you go into that moment where you're like, you know what? I I think this person is out to get me. I'm skeptical. What if you look at them with love? What if you look at them with an openness, and you stop judging so prematurely. If you don't believe that you have the money for what you desire, I beg you, just just play with me here. Just take a look at the thing that you desire and how much it costs and come up with a list of ways that you could bring in that money or find that money. I have a document that I give our clients. It's 22 ways to find the, the money. There's always a way to find the money. So remember, when you have a desire, the money is there. If you often see the world as a bleak place, really deliberately shift your focus to what is good, what is positive, to the abundant people who are making money every single day, a ton of money. Focus on the beautiful house that you want. Focus on the opportunities, not on what's bleak, not on the other victims. Maybe you complain. This is a time to be super self-aware. If you're complaining on a daily basis, Stop. Literally stop yourself before the words come out of your mouth. Ask yourself before you're about to speak, do five, four, three, two, one. Is this going to be a complaint or is this going to be something that sends positive energy out into the world? And if it's a complaint, zip it. Don't say it. Don't even speak it. Okay. So start to practice shifting this way of thinking, your natural tendencies, this tendency that is no longer serving you and is not helping you attract everything you desire in your life. And trust me, you will start to see a huge change in the people you're attracting, the opportunities that surround you, the money that you're making. It's going to be like night and day. Okay. So give it a try. We'd love to hear what happens as you try it. You can email us at info at iheartmylife.com or comment below our blog post if you're listening to this on the blog. I want to know what shifts you encounter, how this feels, how this transforms things for you. And I know it's going to be, it's going to make a world of difference. All right. I'll talk to you soon. 
I hope you love today's episode. I know it's a sensitive topic, but it's a very important, essential one if you're looking to create more abundance, wealth, and success in your life. And if you're looking to further shift your mindset and step into a place where you are positive, you are showing up as a light in the world, and you are energetically aligned with what it is that you want to create, go to iHeartMyLife.com. We have tons of courses, a membership, live programs, a book, everything you need to stay in that high vibrational place and attract a life that's better than your dreams. Thank you for listening to the I Heart My Life show. For more inspiration, success tips, and ways to achieve your life and business goals, definitely follow me on Facebook and Instagram on I Heart My Life Now. See you next time.